Glad to have you. Bill Michaels Show. At it today. Waiting for the Great White Death. Although uh, it's actually hitting to the northern portion of the state of Wisconsin. Uh, for those in the Bud Light live stream, that's, uh, that's it here right now. You can barely see a few flurries floating around. It was raining a little bit earlier, kind of a weird drizzle, and uh, that's about it. There's not much there right now. Ben, what's it like out in the uh, great uh, city of Madison? Not terrible, I don't think. I just looked outside. Okay. I mean, it's cold and crappy, but there's not much snow. Good, good. Not much happening. So uh, good news there. Uh, meanwhile, to the north, uh, we all know that it is uh, it's uh, pummeling the northern northern areas with uh, snow that's coming across the uh, state. But it's supposed to get worse throughout the day. So wherever you're at uh, in the state of Wisconsin, hopefully you're going to be OK. No problem. Um, you've got dissenting opinions now in the wonderful world that is Aaron Rodgers. We're going to hear some differing opinions as we know Bob McGinn, we talked to Tyler Dunn yesterday, uh, or two days ago. We know Bob McGinn has put out the podcast with the GoLongTD.com podcast that said, yeah, uh, the Packers are disgusted with him and basically want him out. So there you go. Uh, now you've got other opinions that are saying not almost like Lee Corso, Ben. Right? I mean, that was the, when you sent me that stuff this morning, it was like the first thing I thought of was Lee Corso holding the pencil going, not so fast. That was, uh, that's kind of like the Lee Corso thing, right? Kind of. I don't know. I feel like with all this time and not much actually happening, we just need dissenting opinions on every side. So everybody who believes something can be right. Yeah. It's, but yes. um, yeah, it's, uh, it's interesting because Tom Pelissaro is saying, no, kind of of the same ilk that I've been the entire time. And I know that others have, you know, said different things. And I've always stood steadfast in saying, you know, the 60, 30, 10. And I know people get tired of hearing it, but it's what I believe. 60% of me says that if Rodgers wants to come back and he's committed, the Packers are going to bring him back. And they're going to make it work. We saw a good uh, article yesterday, and I can't, I can't remember where I saw it, but it's like 10 contracts that can be restructured for the Packers that can save them up to, you know, 12, almost 25 to $30 million. You know, if you uh, change these contracts up and convert, uh, you know, cash into signing bonus and all that kind of stuff. So, and I thought, okay, you know, we, we can see that. Um, that can happen. And if they decide to do that, then get another vet or two, they could run this thing back. And that's what I've said all along. Uh, 30% of me says that if Rodgers is not 100% committed when he emerges from the darkness, that the Packers will just say, look, if you're not really committed and, you know, we know you want to play here, but we need you, you know, for everything we're paying you. And you hate to use money as that because really this is more about legacy, but <laughs> we're paying you a lot of money and it's not to sit home and point fingers and tell Cobby to coach him up. It, you got to get here. So if he's not committed to doing that, then 30% of me says he's traded. You know, now where? That's going to be the next question because the Jets seem to be somewhat enamored with Derek Carr. So where else would Aaron Rodgers go? And then the other 10% of me says Rodgers emerges from the darkness and says, I don't need this. I'm out. Uh, and uh, drops the mic and walks away from the game. I think that is a very slim 10% chance, by the way. 
But that's kind of where I'm at. And that's what I've been saying all along. And then Bob McGinn came out and said, nope, the Packers are disgusted. Want nothing to do with him. If they bring him back, he's a backup. Out. Peace out. Talk to you. Get out of here. And I'm like, wow, okay, you know, he's got to have something from somewhere, right? I mean, he's got to know something. So my my mind started to wander a little bit, and I've been thinking about this. And then I thought, yeah, no, I, I still think if Rodgers, for all that he that he is, it, you know, and again, I go back in my head and say the last time that everybody doubted this guy, he came back with a vengeance and played really well. And I thought, okay, well, maybe he he's gonna still going to come back and – and want to win and want legacy. So I kind of stood steadfast to that. And then you hear Tom Pelissaro and some of the things that he has to say. So this is Tom Pelissaro. And, and who's he talking to? Is it uh, Rich Eisen, Ben? Yes, Rich Eisen show. So this is what the, this is the first thing that he had to say when, on the Rich Eisen show that uh, saying the Packers do want Aaron Rodgers back. Take a listen. All I can speak for is what I know, mm-hmm. which is that if Rodgers wants to play for the Packers and if he is bought into the way that they are want to proceed here, then the Packers want him back. And they would expect that he's going to come back and play really well in 2023. So there you go. So he's saying his side of things. They want him back. If he's if if everything that I stated is true, he's committed. He's ready to go. He wants to buy in. They want him back. He furthers that by talking about you know if by chance there's a trade, then this is may, maybe could be what it might look like. If Rodgers decides he wants to play and does not want to play in Green Bay or does not want to play under whatever circumstances are laid out for how the Packers are going to proceed here, then he's going to become available and the Packers are going to have a market for him. But also, the other dynamic here is because he basically has veto power over any destination because of both the contract and the the retirement threat, he can narrow it down to more or less one team and say, I'm only going there, and then you lack the, you know, let's say the, the type of leverage that the Texans have with Deshaun Watson where you could pin a price, say everybody's got to meet it, and then let four teams all try to beat each other out for the guy. So let me make this clear. When he talks about veto power, there isn't a no trade clause in Rogers contract. There's none of that. What he is saying is that if Rogers chooses not to restructure or says, no, I don't want to go there. And if you're going to send me there, I'm going to retire. That is kind of his veto power. Then the Packers have nothing. They have no leverage. So basically whatever is decided, Rogers has to agree to. And then and only then can the Packers restructure the deal, make it friendly, be able to then move him, not suffer this enormous, you know, cap casualty uh, for this season and such, and then be able to do some things down the road. So and then be able to make the deal. But that's only, as he says, that is only if Rodgers does not buy in. That that's only if the Packers do not buy in. So, or if Rodgers does not buy into what the Packers are doing. So, in other words, if he buys in and wants to come back, Tom Pelissaro is saying he's welcome back, which is kind of what I've said all along. You know, it just and and I know there's a lot of people saying, well, what about Jordan Love and Love's going to be pissed and 
and and and everything, but it's um Jordan Love doesn't have any leverage. Uh Wilson says I disagree with your premise that Rogers has the leverage. The Packers just need to call his bluff. Okay, then he retires. Then what? He he still gets money, whether he gets sixty million or forty million, Wilson, he gets his money. He's got guaranteed money still there. And as far as giving the power to Rodgers, Rodgers has the power. The contract was signed that way. I mean, every person that is a capologist has stated, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm here. And, okay, say he doesn't retire. Say he doesn't retire. He still has, he doesn't have to then do anything. If they trade him away, it's a huge cap hit. That's the point. He does have the power. He does get paid if he retires, Wilson, so stop. Wilson's on a Bud Light Live era, just stream, just spewing stuff about Rodgers has no power. You're full of it. You don't know the contract. You haven't read it. You haven't obviously listened. Um, if he if he retires, the Packers move on, but they have to move on with that enormous cap number. And if Rodgers decides right here and now I'm done and you're not going to treat me right, then they owe him all the money. And if they can't work out a deal – to because nobody's going to wait to trade him after June first, so he ha- he would have to sign off on some kind of a a cap friendly number for a reduction via that contract to then be traded away. Otherwise, if they just trade him, that's fine, but you owe him all the money. Wilson, he does get paid if he retires. That's what called that's what's called guaranteed money. Yes, yes, it is. Yes, it is. I'm not telling the truth. <laughs> if he retires, he he gets his guaranteed money. He doesn't get his salary, but he gets his guaranteed money. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. He gets all that's why they say guaranteed money. Uh 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. That's why all these articles have been written about if he retires, how the Packers will be left then holding the bag. Yes, he does. Go look it up. Go look in. Read Andrew Brandt, go read Ken Ingalls, go read everybody else that, that does this. Um, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. If you want to hit us up, please feel free to go ahead and do so. Uh, this is from Kevin. Kevin says, uh, if Rogers is all in, I'm willing to welcome him back for yet another year. There's no way he's going to retire because he loves the attention. That's all all of the national people are talking about is the fact that he's kept his name relevant now for more than two years. Uh, I heard some of that this morning, actually. I was, uh, I was, I had a few errands to run. I was trying to get some stuff done before whatever is going to hit hits. And um, I was listening to that this morning about the relevancy of Aaron Rodgers um, and the way he's been able to kind of keep his name in the news cycle, and whether it's on purpose or not, um, over the last two and a half years, basically. And be able to keep his his thoughts, his and I don't know if everything that he stated is something that he wanted as dissected. I mean, he's very a calculated guy. We all know that. Um, but um, but yeah, it's uh, it's been out there. There's no doubt about it. He's been like you know the topic of conversation, and I don't think there's a day that goes by. I really don't that he is not a topic of discussion on, and not even just local, because, uh, you know, I know some people say, well, you know, locally we all focus on Aaron Rodgers and the Packers too much, but uh, nationally he has been a topic of conversation on the consistent. 
877-867-1670. You want to find us? Feel free. Go ahead. Give us a shout. 877-867-1670. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. And if you uh, are out and about today, I highly recommend a little bit of Bud Light. Get back home, hunker down, ride this thing out for the next 24, 48 hours, and we'll all be good to go. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Bud Light, the official beer sponsor of the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michaels Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. For the Calder Cup, that's the Milwaukee Admirals, and uh, they continue to win. They continue to play great hockey, and uh, again, uh, I think they got a legitimate shot at getting deep into the postseason and possibly winning a championship. Get out and support the Milwaukee Admirals. Go to MilwaukeeAdmirals.com. Single-game seats. They still have, I think, a concert, uh, post-game concert still on the docket. If you want to get a promotional group together and go down, buy some tickets, sit in an end zone, catch some of the after-concert performances, whatever it happens to be, or just buy your postseason tickets, get ready. Milwaukee Admirals season tickets are still available if you want to go on the short list or if you just want to be around for the postseason and hopefully when they're hoisting the Calder Cup, get a hold of them then. Go to MilwaukeeAdmirals.com. That is MilwaukeeAdmirals.com. There you go. That's from our friends at the Admirals. All right, here we go. Here we go. So I'm going to put all this together, and then that way you can hear what everybody's saying, okay? Tom Pelissaro on the Rich Eisen Show saying that Aaron Rodgers, the Packers, uh, the Packers aren't disgusted. They actually would welcome him back. All I can speak for is what I know, mm-hmm. which is that if Rodgers wants to play for the Packers, and if he is bought into the way that they are want to proceed here, then the Packers want him back, and they would expect that he's going to come back and play really well in 2023. So there you go. The Packers would want him back. He also goes on to say if by chance he doesn't buy all in, this could possibly be what a trade would look like involving Aaron Rodgers. If Rodgers decides he wants to play and does not want to play in Green Bay or does not want to play under whatever circumstances are laid out for how the Packers are going to proceed here, then he's going to become available and the Packers are going to have a market for him. But also, the other dynamic here is because he basically has veto power over any destination because of both the contract and the the retirement threat, he can narrow it down to more or less one team and say, I'm only going there. And then you lack the, you know, let's say the, you know, the type of leverage that the Texans have with Deshaun Watson, where you could pin a price, say everybody's got to meet it, and then let four teams all try to beat each other out for the guy. So there you go. So in other words, he's got that leverage by saying I could possibly walk away from the game. Now, he, Tom Pelissaro said if, if Aaron Rodgers is all in, the Packers want him back. Jeff Darlington of ESPN on Get Up. He's got a Rodgers update on what he's heard. I learned two things in the past 24 hours that make me kind of believe that the Jets, it's time for them to simply sign Derek Carr. The first of which is a conversation I had with a very important Green Bay Packers source who quite honestly believes that Aaron Rodgers will be back with the Packers and that all of this is being overhyped. He looks Mm. at the contract that Aaron Rodgers signed last year, the commitment that he gave to the team, and believes that at the end of the day, Aaron Rodgers will be back with the Packers. 
There you go. There you go. So he says no, that this is all being overhyped. Uh, much like I say, you got to stay in the eye of the, the tornado, not necessarily in the swirl around it, hurricane, if you will, as others have pointed out. Uh, now you've got Nick Wright on First Things First uh, on Rogers' emergence from the darkness. I think they're done. I think they know they're done with him. I think the most interesting part of this, Coach, is we all at this table agree he's not retiring. However, I think we all agree he is, all, he is untradeable until he announces, I'm not retiring. Because right. no one's going to trade an asset for him, and then it's like, oh, okay, I'm retiring. When he, you know, comes out of the cave and clears his eyes and whatever, and then even if he, I, we know when he goes on McAfee, McAfee, probably in a tank top holding some type of sporting good, is going to say, so Aaron, did you see this? They said they're disgusted with you. <laughs> Don't you think it's on the board that Aaron then's like, Okay. I think I'm going to wait a little longer to make my decision. I think I'm going to wait a little longer. I, you know, I'm, I'm, I might need to go on a six-day darkness wow. retreat. Mm. And so I think this is bad news for the Packers. But I do, I fully believe, through one way or another, Jordan Love is going to be their Week One starting quarterback mm. this year. So he believes that Rodgers is going to be pissed. Screw the Packers, and Jordan Love's the man. Diana Rossini on how Derek Carr and the visit on Get Up on ESPN, on how Derek Carr and the visit in New York with the Jets and such has gone. Well, Derek Carr is certainly in the driver's seat here in the situation. You just mentioned some of the teams that are interested in him. And in terms of that visit with the New York Jets, I heard it went really well from both sides. And in terms of what New York was trying to sell him, because let's face it, that's what they're doing at this point. They were pretty clear with them. They, they told him, He's a great quarterback. They believe that he's got a legit surrounding cast of players. They went through the top D, the strong young skill guys, the explosive run game. They ran through top to bottom of why Derek Carr can step in here and take this team not just to the playoffs, but to the Super Bowl. And they made it really personal, too. They said, we believe if you come to New York and win, you could be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Right? So they went Full in on Derek Carr here to let him know <laughs> they really want him to play for the New York Jets. So there you go. So that's her take on that, hey, that Derek Carr is probably a viable candidate to be a New York Jet, which would then lead you to believe that if they are all in on Derek Carr, that then Aaron Rodgers is not going to be made available. So... You got two guys citing sources regarding the Packers and an emergence of Aaron Rodgers coming back. Others saying, this is my opinion. We had Ross Tucker on out at Super Bowl who said he believes the Packers are done with him. You got Bob McGinn saying the Packers are disgusted. This is the swirl. This You just got the gamut in that five-minute dissertation of what's gone on. Since pretty much the end of the season. Since pretty much the end of the season. Only two, only two people are citing sources with the Packers. I still, and somebody had asked me a little earlier, um, Ryan said, uh, which is a ridiculous statement. He said, so who do we believe? Big Bad Mom again, who last week you said was the greatest thing since sliced bread, or Jeff Darlington? Now, first of all, I never said Bob again was the greatest thing since sliced bread. I said he's a credible, 
very credible reporter. He has been in this area for decades, covered the Green Bay Packers, knows a lot of people in the front office. I don't cast doubt on what Bob says. I just don't. Now, I don't know where his sources are. I don't know who his sources are. I, but I never, ever, ever wavered from my opinion. So if I were to say take Bob at face value, 100%, this is what it is, Rodgers is gone, or the only way he comes back is as a backup, then I would, have, I would have changed my opinion. My opinion has stayed steadfast from day one. It is the majority of me believes that he's going to be back under center for the Green Bay Packers come training camp or maybe OTAs or mini camps or whatever. I've just I've I've had that feeling. I said a growing feeling has been that the possibility the 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 growing possibility of a trade could be more realized, but I still say the majority of me says that he's back with the Packers. I've always stood steadfast in that. Always. 100%. So now that you've heard it all and that is just a whole lot of crap, isn't it? That's just a whole lot of crap. Um, with all of that going on. By the way, the Diana, Diana Rossini was not on Get Up. It was on NFL Live. But all of that, I still ha- have remained steadfast in the fact that I still believe he's going to be under center. Now, if I'm wrong, okay, then my 30% came true. Okay. But I, um, it is what it is. Uh, John says, what if he comes back and has another ho-hum year? It's time to question Goody and Murphy on that contract for the team, knowing he is a complicated fellow, safer for the team to trade him and avoid that scenario. John, the last time you doubted him, he came back and won back-to-back MVPs. That's all I'm saying. And again, this is where I sit down and I say, there's a knowledge here of this guy has lived He's made a living from the day going back to Butte Community College. From Butte Community College, when people have doubted him, he has made a living of putting that as a chip in his shoulder to come back and kick their ass. From going from Butte to Cal to the NFL, winning a Super Bowl, all of that, to MVPs four times over, all of that. Every time somebody has said, no, you can't, he said, yes, I can. And he's done it. So I don't doubt that he will come back this year and have a good season. More and more quarterbacks in recent history have played beyond the age of 40. And there's a different commitment in today's day and age to your body, to staying healthy. Now, we know he takes a lot of different approaches to medicines and such so we we know that i can't imagine um that if rogers says i'm all in i can't imagine him not emerging from whatever darkness he's in and in the next couple of weeks heading to a trainer or heading to green bay and getting his legs back and his core back because last year the accusation was and i think it, it i i think it was true I believe it was true from what I saw. He was a step slow. He wasn't as elusive. And that was visible. Then you you couple that with a thumb. You couple that with a knee towards the end of the season. Um, you know, obviously a lot of shuffling on the offensive line. There's a lot of things there. I, I think there has to be a recommitment. 
which is the reason I say if the Packers look at him and he says, no, I'm not committed to doing all of that, that's when the Packers can say, well, then we're going to move on. Let's work something out. Because if you're not committed, there's no sense in doing this. But I think Gutekinds was very loud and very clear. And I go back to what he said in his postseason press conference when he said, talking about the commitment of what they want for the $60 million they're paying. We want our money's worth. That was kind of Cliff Notes' version of his statement. So while it is all up to Rodgers, it is in essence, up to Rodgers to also say, I'm completely committed, because if he's not, then the Packers will just say, we're ready to move on. That's 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 cutting through all the crap, all the BS, all the swirling, all the, my opinion is this, and I think uh, you know everybody hates him, and uh, when he goes into the darkness, they may nail that shut and never allow him out, and, you know, and I just, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Uh Rick says McGinn was probably talking to a board member and not anybody who could actually trade twelve away, which is possible. And the board members do have say. They do have a an opinion. And they do that opinion does echo inside the halls of twelve sixty five. Absolutely. Um, but I would and again, I if if that's the case. If that's the case, it would depend on a couple of things. One, which board member? Because there's some that are board members and there's some that are that are board members. They have they have they can reach out and tug on the ear of anybody inside the front office of 1265. Go back to when Mark Murphy said, nah, pretty much everything that we want to do, the board's rubber stamps. What we want to do, we we do. The board has a say, yes, but they're pretty much on board with us, pardon the pun. So if it wasn't Mark Murphy, if it wasn't Russ Ball, if it wasn't Brian Gutekinds, if it wasn't Matt LaFleur, then, yeah, they can be disgusted all they want, or that person's opinion can be disgusted. But, yeah, that's that's uh, that's not going to happen. Now, when Favre was cut loose after he threw that pass in an NFC championship game, and I, I told you, I one of the board members came out of the suite, an owner's suite. They, you, first of all, you knew Favre had kind of irritated the Packers front office with the wavering, but you knew what you had in Rodgers waiting in the wings. Ted was high on Rodgers. Ted, Ted was ready to go. They had kind of had it with the wavering of Favre. And then when you have the owners, so to speak, and a prominent, prominent board member coming out of that that suite, punching that wall, saying, gee, damn it, we can lose these kind of games. We don't need him to lose games for us in a way that told you I'm done with this guy. I knew right then and there. You just knew it. And maybe that's what Bob feels. Maybe, maybe he got that from Bob. I don't know. I just know what scenario there is. I know what was signed. I know the contract. I know the thought. I know it listening to Aaron Rodgers prior to the season last year about how he said, no, this is it. I signed the deal. I'm committed. I'm going to be a Green Bay Packer the rest of my career. I remember the you know Brian Gutekind saying, hey, look, this was not a one-year commitment. Uh, and then he was talking about what they expect for the money, the amount of money that they're paying. I thought, no, this is, this is, they're still together. 
they're still together. And that's what I've always based my opinion off of. 877-867-1670. Give us a shout. I uh, want to hear from you. Phone line's wide open. You can hit us up and uh, give me your opinion on all of this. And uh, obviously, we've got you know a lot of people that want to chime in. The Bud Light live stream is lit up today, and I'm seeing a lot of different conversations going back and forth there as well. So, uh, you know, hey, I want your voice to be heard. Uh, by the way, I know today sucks. You're looking at the weather. You're going, holy crap. It's, it's raining. It's snowing. It's sleeting. It, it's all kind of craziness. But that does not mean that this weekend, when it begins to warm up a little bit, as we're going to get into the 40s, that uh, the Lux Golf Bays would not be a great destination for you to go to and maybe get your swing on. Uh, whether it's yourself, whether it's you and some friends, you want to put together maybe a, a little bit of a corporate outing, whatever it may be, you want to get some drinks, you want to watch some tube, you want to you want to get yourself some good food served to you while you're sitting there working on your swing, all of that, Lux Golf Bays. Go to Lux, L-U-X-E, LuxGolfBays.com, right in Franklin, Wisconsin. That is LuxGolfBays.com. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. The Bill Michael Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.